Welcome back to The 100 Report. I'm Chris. I'm Charlie. And we are back with our second part of our conversation with Chetan Narula. We are beginning our conversation back talking about The 100 and all of our opinions one way or the other. Hope you enjoy. Now, briefly, we want to talk about The 100 because this is The 100 yeah. Report. Uh, I don't know how much that yeah. has been talked about over in India. Um, obviously, it's a completely different way of playing cricket. Um, 100 balls, 10, 10 ball overs. Have you had much information about the 100 over there and how has it been received? The Indian cricket fan consumes a lot of information about cricket in general overall. So we've been fed the information, we've been fed the news and everything. So we are up to date with what the 100 is. Um, the excitement is perhaps not as high because uh, we already have Test cricket, Ranji cricket, ODIs, T20s, the Indian team, everything to follow. I think what would help with the with the prospect of the hundred is if the tournament gets underway and when the tournament gets away gets underway, you get to watch. It's very good to hear about it, learn about it theoretically. That okay, you know, ten ball overs, the hundred deliveries only. You just can't imagine how it would play out. So that's the big difference for me. I think. If this format has to be accepted, it needs to start. It needs to get started so that people can watch, people can assimilate it, and then maybe decide whether they want to play it or not. But I think, personally, it's my opinion that, uh, and please don't take it wrong because it's the 100 podcast. <laughs> and and this, is, this is something that even Virat Kohli has also said. Uh, it feels a bit unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Please don't mind me saying this. And I have a very good reason for it. And... I want to highlight it, especially because I have visited England a few times for the, with the Indian team, for the World Cup, for the Champions Trophy. And I have watched the T20 NatWest Blast or whatever it's called, T20 Blast. Yeah, Every year blast. they change the name because of the, yeah, the Vitality T20 Blast. I have attended a few games at Lords, at the Oval. And it's always packed. It's always packed. People are having fun. The quality of the game is good. I think that was a very good product that the ECB had or still has. Uh, A lot of people are involved. A lot of players are involved. I thought the 100 was a bit unnecessary in that sense. What they needed to do was to just improve on the already existing product that they had to make it comparable with the Caribbean Premier League or the IPL or the Big Bash League. And I think that's where the trick has been missed. I understand the 100 will be free to air on BBC. Why not make the vitality blast free to air on the BBC because you're just spreading the game. Why complicated for the youngsters, to be honest? It's, it, it, it's an interesting point and it's, it's odd because there is there's two uh, big schools of arguments about it and I think a lot of it um, is tied up with the idea of um, uh, broadcasters' rights and, um, and also, like you said earlier about the idea of uh, having an um, IP, it's, it's interesting because the 100 is, uh, it is met with uh, kind of extreme views up from one end to the other. Everybody seems yeah, to have quite, I understand. quite a hard review on it. If I can add, Chris, I mean, there's, there, are, there are ways to do it differently. I understand you want to create a unique IP. Let's, let's be honest, the English cricket, it's the English cricket that's given us the T20 game. But, and, and to me, there can be many more new things added to the T20 match. I mean, you can have... So I was, I was attending this Red Bull campus cricket tournament and they had, they, they had a very interesting or innovative idea. Uh, they had one over bowled by a pink ball. One over out of 20 bowled by a pink ball uh, where uh, 
uh, where the number of runs would be doubled. If you score 10 runs in that over, 20 will be added at the end of the game. If you lose a wicket, minus five is deducted from at, at the end of the game. In that over, if you lose a wicket, minus five runs is deducted at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the innings, really. So, uh, and, and the batting side could choose which over they want. Uh, the pink over and uh, you would have your field restrictions and everything accordingly. So I thought that was pretty innovative. So I think that is the need of the R if somebody wants to create create a unique product that is more acceptable because the calendar is shrinking. You have T20s, Test Cricket, ODIs, T10. There's a T10 format. Now you have the 100. Yeah. So So you're competing for space in an already shrinking calendar so there are different ways to innovate and have that uniqueness and um, well like you said you know there are extremities maybe i'm wrong uh, maybe the hundred will be so good that i'll look like a fool i so, hope yeah, I'm we're going to prove you wrong next year i hope i hope we're going <laughs> to you same time next year and you're going to be like sure. oh, guys, I oh yeah i made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely see i'm open to new ideas absolutely but at this point in time especially because we are in a covid hit world the, the calendar is shrinking even further just feels uh, uh, you know that maybe they could have improved on the t20 product but 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 like i said yes let's wait and watch yeah i think you're absolutely right and it really does this this uh, the whole international uh, pandemic situation has thrown everything uh, up in the air um, but you know we we weather it as best we can but one thing it hasn't uh, thrown up is uh, india's tour to australia and they've just announced the squads yeah. Yeah, we just. Uh, I just wanted to see what you thought about the squad selection. Um, any big surprises? Anything that you see that they might change up, given the going to Australia and the conditions will be different. Well, yeah, there were a few surprises. Um, Rohit Sharma was fit to play in the IPL, but he's not fit to play the ODIs and T20s. Apparently, the rush to announce Kale Rahul as vice captain. I thought that was, uh, and I think the reason why Rohit Sharma has not been included in, you know, re-included. Uh, because he's he's def- he's definitely fit. If he's if he's fit enough to play the uh, the knockouts, he's fit enough to play ODIs and T20s in Australia after a 20-day gap. Um, the reason is because they jumped the gun with the vice captaincy of KL Rahul. You can't bring in K- uh, Rohit Sharma and say, okay, now we'll hand over the vice captaincy to you and tell KL Rahul you're not the vice captain anymore. So to avoid that, they've said, okay, Rohit, take take a bit of rest. Um, a few other surprises, uh, Rishabh Pant, he's not fit enough and out of form for ODIs and T20s, but he's fit enough and in form for test squad apparently. So again, what's going on there? Um, so a few few surprises, they left out uh, Surya Kumar Yadav. I thought they could have experimented with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, the squad is pretty much rounded and full. The pace attack looks good. I, I would like if Ishan Sharma gets fit in time because he's a very vital member. He holds up one end while, you know, Shami and Bumrah and Ashwin, they, they can attack at the front. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I think Ishan Sharma is very crucial that way. But I think Navdeep Seni is looking really good. He had a very good IPL. I think he's going to be a very good uh, partner for Jaspreet Bumrah in the white ball formats because India needs a replacement for Bhubaneswar Kumar, who's struggling with his fitness. Um, and the big and the big news: Virat Kohli to miss three Test matches. So, yeah, it's, for it's, me, yeah, uh, for me, it's, it's not a surprise. It's a good, yeah, it's yeah. a good, it's a good decision. I mean, 
it's a good decision because uh, your firstborn is not going to be born again and again, right? So uh, it's a big, it's a big, uh, big thing. And Virat Kohli, of what I've seen him, he he gives uh, credence to his life off the field. There, there's a life beyond the cricket field for him, and this is good to see. The only thing is that it leaves a big hole for the Indian side. And um, yeah, it, it it makes Australia the favourites for the series without without any doubt. Well, that was that was going to be the the next question I had was uh, how you think uh, how you project India are going to uh, fare over in Australia, given that basically you know the track record of the last ten years is that especially under Kohli's captaincy and the onus on um, on fitness and um, uh, and just the sort of a winning mentality that's been built around his captaincy. Um, they've certainly fared far better in Australian conditions, certainly than the England team have of recent times. <laughs> uh, no, it's a fair, fair point, uh, Chris. It's just that the fitness and the winning mentality won't just leave with Virat Kohli. That's because he's he's built something there. Uh, I think he's a better Test captain than an ODI and T20 captain. Um, he's he's built a legacy for India's Test captaincy. There's no doubt about that, and it's not going to leave because Ajinkya Rahane. He's also a very very fit very very fit cricketer he's all, he he's not as evocative or you know as emotional as virat but he's he's aggressive it's like he's aggressive in the tendulkar and dravid mold who were quiet people but they were also very aggressive they they were aggressive in terms of their cricket so ajinkya rahane is like that it's just that with virat kohli is the x factor you know because you're going to australia they're going to be 25000 people uh, very limited number, but still, twenty-five thousand Australians is a big crowd, right? So, <laughs> twenty-five thousand Australians getting on the Boxing Day Test match, getting behind their team, and mind you, they have Steve Smith returning, they have David Warner. The last time around, they didn't make it easy. Despite these two guys missing, it wasn't easy. India had to play at full strength. India had to play at full tilt, full gear, to to beat Australia in their own backyard. And without Virat Kohli, it's it's going to be tough. Because if there is somebody who can resist the crowd, he can resist the Australian mood, you know, that's Virat Kohli because he's more Australian in manner and behavior than Indian, to be honest. Uh, so I think that's going to leave a big, uh, big, big hole there. Yeah. That's a very good, that's a very good way of saying it because um, it's, very, it's very funny. The, the players that I've always understood that Australia are a bit wary about are the ones that they describe as Australian in their manner. And I think of Andrew yeah. Flintoff or Ben Stokes. Um, and it's interesting that you say that because I think it's, it's the one thing from, you know, from, uh, from the English point of view, especially Australia being the opposition, um, it seems to be that the thing that Australians fear the most as far as a, a cricketer that's coming is ones that are like themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something. You, you also look at somebody like Saurav Ganguly. He, he could just, he had this habit of getting on their nerves, whether <laughs> he was playing in India or he was, whether he was leading in India or he was leading in Australia. So yeah, fair point. And you look at that, Saurav Ganguly had a bit of a success as captain against Australia. Andrew Flintoff, 2005 Ashes. Ben Stokes last year, and I think the next Ashes is also going to be the definitive Ashes for Ben Stokes. So, uh, and Virat Kohli, obviously, 2014, 2018, two tours, really good tours. So, yeah, totally agree. It's it's off-putting for Australians or Australian cricketers, perhaps, if you are like an Australian cricketer, because it's something uh, I would say that they guard. You know, it's it's like a property. It's like a quality that they have. Okay, we are Australian, and nobody is like us. And suddenly, you have somebody who is also Australian-like, and it just 
makes them nervous. Oh, how can that be? So I think that's a very interesting, very interesting thing. But Chaitan, just to go back to your um, topic of the captaincy, yeah. obviously um, Virat Kohli yeah. is such a renowned captain, especially in the test format. We've seen more and more international teams divide their captaincy with red and white ball. And there is a lot of talk in the Rohit Sharma camp about being rewarded for getting trophy number five in the, the IPL. Do you think that this is going to be something happening in the foreseeable future? And do you think it would be a good idea to reward Rohit Sharma with the white ball captain? Um, yeah, it's a very fair point and very interesting uh, topic because, in fact, I, I just want to plug this in my next episode of Hotspot. This is going to be the topic, Virat Kohli versus Rohit Sharma captaincy. Um, uh, Charlie, the thing is, uh, you take off captaincy off someone if he's a bad captain or if he has bad results. Not, not a bad captain, bad results. Has Virat Kohli really had bad results? We're talking about T20 captaincy here. So if we look at this, you know, this is an era, and I'm not talking about COVID here. I'm talking about the general era of T20 cricket or ODI cricket. Bilateral tournaments don't matter much. Bilateral tournaments, three ODI series or a five ODI series or, or T20 series, they are just seen as a roadmap to the next World Cup, whether it's a T20 World Cup or an ODI World Cup. That's what teams build as. So even if they're losing one or two bilateral series, it just doesn't matter. The thing is, Virat Kohli hasn't lost too many T20 bilateral series. He's just lost one or two since becoming captain in 2016. So in four years, he's just lost one or two T20 bilateral series. He's never led India in a T20 World Cup. Never. Uh, he's led India to a Champions Trophy. They lost in the final. He led India in the World Cup. They lost in the semi-final. Yes, those were two matches that India should have won. And there are reasons for that, why they lost those games. But even then, you can't judge someone because he's lost two semifinals or a, or a final, two knockout matches. No, because the minimum requirement for an Indian captain is to get the team to a semifinal at the very least. He's done that. And he's never led in a T20 World Cup. So for me, give him the next World Cup. It's not going to be a sword dangling on his head because he's Virat Kohli. He's, he's the best white ball batsman this game has seen. Um, so it's a tough one. Yes, the, the, the odd point here is that in nine years, he's, or eight or nine years, he's never led RCB to, to victory. But, but the dynamics of a T20 side are very different from, from the dynamics of, of an international cricket side. So it's a very, very tough question mark it's a very tough debate and as much as fans of Rohit Sharma or the Rohit Sharma camp wants to see him as T20 captain I don't think uh, that's going to happen at least at least for a year at least for the next T20 World Cup no way and just to touch briefly on that um the paternity leave of Virat Kohli I know you mentioned before that you think it's great and he's obviously this is such an important moment of his life. But we have had reports over here in some of the media that it has not been received very well from some of the Indian cricket fans. Um, how, is the, how has it been taken over there as far as you're aware? Um, Indian cricket fans have, I mean, varying opinions. Like I said, at the top of uh, the show, 1.4 billion people. Uh, well, 1.39 billion of them are cricket fans. So that's 1.39 <laughs> billion of, through 1.39 billion opinions. <laughs> So you can't, you can't please everyone. No way. And I think uh, family life is very important. It's, cricket is not your entire life. 
I agree with him that he's coming back home. Uh, and yeah, I wish him and Anushka very well. And they're soon to be born kids. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a fine decision. Fine by me, to be honest. I, I couldn't agree more. I think um, especially with uh, Ben Stokes uh, coming to the IPL late to go and uh, uh, for family reasons, for personal reasons, um, I couldn't agree more. Uh, cricket is definitely a sport that we all love, and but it's it's um, uh, life comes first. Um, well, yeah, and, and just to add there, yeah, and just to add there, Chris. I mean, if it was a normal situation, you know, he would have just flown back for the birth of his child, stayed there for one test match, flown back played maybe the last two test matches mm -hmm. probably but that's not possible now because of the yeah. covid situation he has to go back and quarantine for 15 days and the series gets over and by the way uh, i would like to mention here the last time india toured uh, australia rohit sharma was in the test squad he played the third test match the, uh, the melbourne test match but he did not play the sydney test match because his child was being born so he flew back to india missed that test match did not play it. Then he came back and played the ODIs and T20 series. So it's not like it hasn't happened before. It has in the same in the same squad in the same team. So yeah, it's it's pretty normal. And like I said, he would have flown back and played the last two Test matches if it had been a normal situation. In a normal situation, I probably would be in Australia right now. But uh, <laughs> it's not it's not <laughs> it's not a normal situation. And uh, yeah, we all have to cope. So it, it's a it's a totally fine decision to be honest. Absolutely. Well, um, we're gonna we're gonna uh, wrap up a little bit now. But before we do, uh, just looking slightly ahead to the T Twenty World Cup, um, what are your thoughts? Yeah. How do you think India are gonna fare? Uh, who do you think uh, who do you think is gonna come out trumps? Uh, it's a very interesting one because I've just said that Virat Kohli should be captain. I don't think India is going to win that T Twenty World Cup. Uh, a because a it's going to be held in India, and you know when when a World Cup is held in India. It's a totally different pressure, especially fans are allowed into the stadium. It's going to be a totally different pressure altogether. And and whatever I've seen of Virat Kohli's captaincy, especially in white ball cricket, I think there's another level that he needs to take. I'm not I'm not saying he's better than Rohit or he's not better than Rohit or Rohit should be captain. No, I'm just saying that Virat needs to take that one step further, which MS Dhoni did in 2011 because MS Dhoni was a more mature person in terms of captaincy, a more rounded captain. So he could take that step up, cope with the pressures of captaining India in India during a World Cup and India won. I'm not sure Virat Kohli is at that level as captain just yet. He could, he could. I'm sure he could. Um, but if, it's, if it happens in India, India again will be in the knockouts, but it takes just one bad game in a T20 match. If it's in the UAE, which is a good possibility that the T20 World Cup might be in the UAE, uh, again, then I don't see India winning it because in the UAE, we've seen the conditions are much more streamed, much more streamlined in terms of power hitting. Mm -hmm. And I think there are better power hitting sites than India at the moment, especially in the middle order. Um, you look at England, very good power hitting side. You look at West Indies, you can never, never say no to the West Indies. Yeah. Australia, if AB de Villiers comes back to play for South Africa, they are a good power hitting side. So India will be in the mix. I would say semifinals easily, but uh, who knows after that? <laughs> Well, um, well, we certainly can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank you, thank you, Chaitan, so much for uh, coming onto our podcast. Um, and uh, before you go, is there anything that you want to that you want to promote? Anything that you're doing at the moment that our listeners might want to check out? No, I already plugged in my 
my podcasts uh, but thanks for inviting me uh, yeah it's it's always a pleasure talking cricket and uh, yeah charlie can't wait to see the 100 take off and uh, and coming back on your show and saying oh yeah i absolutely love the 100 as well <laughs> i can't wait for that day either well chetan thank you so much for joining us today honestly your expertise has been amazing to listen to and we look forward to listening to more on your hotspot podcast when you're discussing more of the captaincy debate so i'm going to tune in for that one for sure but thank you so much for joining us and have a wonderful rest of your day thank you so much so there you have it that was our chat with chetan narula it was absolutely fantastic and he's such an interesting and fascinating chap to talk to and he has such a brilliant knowledge of the game but what are we going to talk about next well chris um good of you asked because i've just been on instagram and i have to say that i've seen a couple of the england players on their instagram story um and they all are going on this flight from england to south africa as we speak so we've got a lot oh. more to talk about because we've got the south africa tour coming up oh yes i completely forgot you see this is the problem when there's so many cricket tournaments going on all over the time and the schedule's moving left, right and centre, you almost forget what's going on. You know, the PSL is going on right now, so we've got to chat about that as well, surely. But that's fascinating. We're going to have a whole load of stuff to talk to you about on the next podcast. As ever, uh, please like, comment, subscribe. This is going on our YouTube. It's uh, Our Instagram is at the hundred report twitter is at hundred report and please share this with everybody and chat about us forever and come and talk to us because we are chatty individuals <laughs> <laughs> right on um, that note it's bye for now yeah bye for now have a good one bye <laughs>